Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Doug Oster is here. Of course, DougOster.com. This is the Organic Gardener. He's back from the U.K. Got some great photos to tell you about on the radio. But in the meantime, you're the 10th caller right now. You want a gift certificate to Sorgles? And that number is 412-922-1020. That's a $25 gift certificate, 412-922-1020. So I got a call late last night from one of the members of the staff of the Queen, and she said, where's Doug Oster? <laughs> he was supposed to be between Diana Ross and Duran Duran <laughs> last night and uh, Mr. Bocelli. And I said, look, he, he's already back. He's going on the air tomorrow. That had to be really exciting leading up to this Platinum Jubilee. And as you said, the gardens never look better. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I guess for some people that would have been exciting. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would have loved it, man. I mean, to be there watching. They Duran took us. Duran. They took us down there and and showed us all the practice. They were all practicing and marching and all that sort of thing. Yeah, people were very excited. They had high tea also, so it was very exciting for them. <laughs> Even Sir Rod Stewart was there. Pretty cool stuff. I all guess. week long, beginning today. Oh, it's just starting now. Oh, yeah. I thought today was the last day. No, 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 no. All week. Oh yeah, very exciting. Anyway. Uh, even more exciting, since you brought up Sorgal, says today is the 19th annual Plant Swap and Garden Hullabaloo, 11 a.m. at Sorgal's in Wexford, and do not park in that front lot. There's no space. Come behind McIntosh Hall, behind the buildings. There's a little road off to the uh, the side there that you can't miss it, and come back behind. You're going to have to carry your own plants, too, uh, but, you know... 19th year, I can't believe it. We missed a couple here because of COVID, but we're going to have so much fun. But besides trading plants, I keep getting more and more free stuff from people. <laughs> I was out this weekend, got six or seven giant boxes of cannas to give away. Of what? Canna bulbs. Okay. Uh, and then uh, yesterday, my friend Bob Stone from Angora Gardens, I posted a picture to Facebook today. A big, you know, six-foot-long table filled with tomato plants. I'm giving away my Limbaugh Legacy potato top tomato plants and also the 3945 tomato plants, and I'll talk about those in just a minute. And I'm sure lots of gardeners will have all sorts of freebie plants, too. You don't have to to swap, but lots of people love to to swap plants. But you can just come and get some, some free stuff, too. Anything that we have there... It's got to go. I'm not taking anything back. Everything must go. Everything must go. <laughs> so that's and, and don't be late. If you come later than eleven o'clock, you you might not get what you want. And so so and we're not going to start early. <laughs> I'll warn you that too. <laughs> I've got helpers and they they're they're like pushing the people back. Wait wait wait, and we'll count down to eleven a.m. and then we'll start. It'll be over seriously by about eleven twenty. 
Well, yeah, that's I'll, a lightning round. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I've learned over the years. I used to run it from 11 to 1. Now it's 11 to 12, and I basically everything will be gone, I'm, I'm sure, by 11.30. But if you wait around, if you don't have stuff to trade, just wait around. Believe me, there'll be plenty of stuff for you to take. A big thank you to Randy Sorgel for uh, hosting us as he has all these years uh, and growing out these plants. So the Limbaugh Legacy Potato Top Tomato, uh, I've been giving that away since 2000. It is a phenomenal tomato, but it's the last one you're going to pick. And so you can't just grow potato top, but it is super tasty. Uh, Mr. Limbaugh called me one day at the office when I was working at the Post-Gazette and said, I grow the best-tasting tomato you've ever had, and I just rolled my eyes. But he kept telling me about how his father and grandfather grew it out and how him as a little boy would walk around the Thornburg neighborhood with those tomatoes in the back of his little wagon and taking them to neighbors. And then he was a streetcar conductor and would give plants to people who showed any interest in gardening, and then a bus driver after that, and then a baseball coach and Everybody got a potato top tomato plant, and they loved it because it's this big, ugly beefsteak tomato. It's thin-skinned, pink, very few seeds, and, oh, just that old-fashioned tomato flavor. And that's why when this when that happened in 2000, he, he, he gave me two plants to try, and I was just blown away by them. And I wondered what would happen when Mr. Limbaugh passed away, which happened. Uh, you know, seven years ago, but we persisted with this great Pittsburgh heirloom. And the idea is for this one and 3945. So the 3945 tomato plant was the one that a gentleman found on a battlefield in World War II and brought that seed back somehow, grew it for 70 years, and it's another one I want to perpetuate. So you grow it out and then you save the seeds and send them back to me. That's the idea, and we keep this going. Potato top has been going since 2000 and it it every state in the union grows it that's amazing they actually grow it over in uk i'm surprised they'll probably want to serve it to the queen at some point i would imagine be nice to the queen <laughs> didn't you get enough tea and crumpets when you hey i heard they had a short supply of fish and chips but you tell me you at least got some fish and chips i'm not eating that deep fried stuff are you crazy <laughs> but, but, but it comes to the beer though <laughs> i did okay okay good <laughs> but tell me about these gardens after you finish this thing so today, 11 a.m. at Sorgles, join me there. We're going to have so much fun. Got so much stuff to, to give away. Uh, the gardens were amazing. Uh, we went to the Chelsea Flower Show, which never fails to disappoint. Again, for me, it's that in, you know, they have lots of cool gardens outside, you know. Um, but inside where they're selling people plants, we can't buy them, unfortunately. Uh, but every plant you've ever known in its prime uh, from a daffodil to a clematis to a zinnia. And I just don't know how they do it. And it just it just blows you away. But then we went to Sissenhurst Castle, which has the famous white garden. And a friend of mine who was with me, Melody, I went to look at her garden ahead of time. She said, I want to make a white garden. Well, Sissenhurst has the most famous white garden. So we were able to walk through that white garden. And all the gardeners who came on the trip we sat one night with Melody and, and started throwing out white flower ideas. I think she got to about 200 when she was running down and said, stop, stop, that's 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 enough. Uh, then after that, uh, we, we also went to Kew Gardens, which is a huge kind of park-like garden. Mm -hmm. But then later we traveled to Holland for this thing called Floriad. This was 148 acres, and it was a convergence of 
sustainability, environmentalism, art, and gardening. And it was one the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. I, I wrote a story for it. It's up at dougoster.com. One of the things is this giant sculpture called Behold, and B is like a bee. And it's by the same sculptor who made the big giant rubber duck that oh, okay. was here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, the giant waving figures, and they're made out of little bees, steel bees. Uh, it was the coolest thing. Uh, I, I, there's one exhibit where is it, it beads or bees? Bees, bees, but just like a, a metal interpretation of a bee, all put together to make a big giant. I mean, giant waving two giant waving figures. You you have to see the picture. Cool. This other thing, uh, it was a a wool exhibit. How to dye wool using the solar power, and it's this. It looks. It was like a. It looked like a stained glass. It was all the same size jars with different colors. Of, of liquid in there, and the sun was coming through there to dye wool. It was just amazing. I Go to DougOster.com, look at the pictures. It's just, it was just amazing, and it only happens every 10 years. And after seeing it last week, I'm already making plans for the next decade to see this because they just basically carve out 148 acres kind of out, out in the outskirts of the city and now they're turning it into uh, an environmental friendly city neighborhood. Uh, just amazing stuff. Uh, I, I was just I was blown away. One thing that was so cool, Rob, they had this artwork. It was a giant horn that you were supposed to yell your wishes into. It was supposed to be wishes for nature, but I did. I had these two women that were kind of walking through the path with me. They're German from Germany. I, you know, I said, "Here, you guys get together. I'll get a pic." I always love to get. You know, you want a picture together? Mm -hmm. And so I yelled into this thing, I wish for happiness. And I didn't know they were there. And they started cheering. And the thing echoes back. It's It goes out over the water, but then it echoes back. I wish for happiness. I wish for happiness. Well, then they came up and one said, and peace, and peace, and peace. And then the other one came up and said, and love, and love, and love. The coolest thing. I just had a ball. So I guess you have to give peace a chance. <laughs> All right. Listen. No, no, no. This is a gardening show. Give peas a chance. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, what you need to do, you need to call us right now. Anything on your mind in the way of gardening, this is full throttle time. All of our lines are open. Doug, love to talk to you. Uh, 866-391-1020. And we've got Davey Tree talking tree back to back, right? Coming That's right. Luke Warner is going to be here after the 730 break. We're going to talk all about the season, what he has seen, and how the season has been for trees. All right. You want to also check out that DougOster.com. We'll be back. Doug Oster is back. This is the Organic Gardener, KDKA. Doug Oster, Rob Pratt, the Organic Gardener, part of our Sunday at KDKA, 100.1 FM, AM 1020. Let me just tell you that if you want to get in here with a gardening question, you need to call now. We have lines available. So any gardening questions, welcome. Call us right now to get in here early and on the air at 866-391-1020. Speaking of on the air, lights, camera, action, your mug's back on TV. Very excited, yes. I've been working on this for quite a while, but I have a brand-new television show. It's called In Doug's Garden, brought to you by the Davy Tree Expert Company, and it streams on the CBS te television platform Every Saturday at 9 a.m., that's one way to watch it, but then I will post it on Mondays on YouTube, and it is so exciting. We have 12 weeks of shows following the season through, showing you what to do in the garden, and uh, then we've got our arborist from uh, Davy Tree telling us what they're seeing uh, in the landscape. It's been a lot of fun to put together, and I'm very excited, and in those shows, I'm giving lots of stuff away, too. So Pretty cool stuff. Okay, here we go. Bill, you're on KDK. Hi, Bill. Yeah, hi. Uh, we have this 
30-year-old giant rhododendron, and it's encroaching on other parts of the garden and closing off pathways. And we're wondering, can we trim it back, and what would be the best time, and should we just trim off the new growth, or what should we do? Okay, so you're right at the the, the perfect time for your pruning. Uh, oh. The way rhododendrons work is they'll bloom, and then pretty soon afterwards, they'll put on buds again. And we don't want to remove those buds because we would be removing flowers. Now, pruning is a combination of science and art, and that's that's kind of the hard part about it. And so, first off, like technically, from a science standpoint, you can't take more than one-third of the plant off. So you need to carefully look at the plant and... We're, it's not yeah, it, it, we're not just like giving it a haircut on the outside. We're we're looking at those branches that go all the way back to the main stem or part way back to the main stem, and seeing which ones can be removed and give us space to get into the garden to get those paths opened up again. So when you do this, uh, how big are the branches that we're talking about? You think to to make your cuts? I mean, well, it's substantial, right? I mean, yeah, a, a, I mean, a few inches. 30-some feet across. All right, so get yourself, a, first off, get yourself a good pruning saw. Pruning saws cut when you pull, not when you push, and okay. it, will make, it will make just all the difference in the world. You want sharp tools, and you want the right tools. This is a, you know, amazing plant, a, a rhododendron that old, and I'm sure when it blooms, it's spectacular. And when you do make these cuts, you don't just cut like right next to the bark. You go out about 18 inches to make that first cut because if you cut right next to the, I'm sorry, the trunk, if you cut right next to the trunk and that big long branch comes off, it's going to tear the bark off of where that trunk is. So we go out about 18 inches and make our first cut. Now the branch falls. We don't care what happens there if it cracks or takes the bark off from where we're cutting. Now we just have that little kind of stump that we can easily cut off and leave about a quarter inch close to the trunk. So it's about carefully looking at it and taking a cut and stepping back and looking at the plant and saying, okay, that that, that worked. Let's follow this other one back and let's see. You know, maybe, maybe uh, go online, take a couple looks at some pruning demonstrations and specifically rhododendron pruning. And that will give you an idea about the art part. Uh, about what needs to come off and what 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 stays on, and just do it slowly but surely, and you'll get the hang of it while you're doing it. And as long as you like the way that plant looks, you're you're good to go. And now the new growth around the the plant will will put on those buds, and you won't lose your flowers. Make sense? Yep, perfect sense. Thank uh, you so much. Good luck, and feel free to reach out at dougoster.com or call back here in a, in a week or two and tell us how things went. Okay. If you have a question, now would be the perfect time to call because that number is available and waiting for you to fill up these phone lines, 866-391-1020, 866-391-1020. So when do we get to the point of no return? Well, if you don't have it in the ground, you can't have it in the ground. We've got lots of time. That's a great question, Rob, because uh, I'm getting that. I'm getting where, did I, did I wait too long? Can I not plant? Well, in my garden, I still don't have my beans in. I uh, just put cucumbers in. We did that for the show. One of the good things about having a video <laughs> Video show, again, is that I'm going to get my garden work done because we have to make the videos. And so, oh, i got to get my beans in. I don't have all my tomatoes in yet. 
uh, and again, w- with the cucumbers, with the tomatoes, I'm always telling people you're better off. You know, you got to put the early ones in, you know, May 20th, May 15th, whatever it was. You got to have early plants in. But hopefully you still have some space left where you can put still put plants in because they love it when the soil warms up. So plenty of time to plant all those warm weather crops, the cucumbers, the beans, the tomatoes, the peppers. Uh, yesterday I had just I had the greatest day where I just I had an event uh, for Farm to Table Western Pennsylvania. We were teaching people in Wilkinsburg how to grow their own food, and it was uh, in these uh, fabric pots I've been using. And I've, again, they're at my website. It's a 15-gallon fabric pot made by a company called Root Pouch, and they're made out of recycled water bottles. And I'm growing garlic in them. I'm growing potatoes in them. But I took them to this event, and people were so excited to be able to put in a tomato into this 15-gallon container and and has little little handles. You can carry it to your car. You can move it around the garden. Uh, At the end of the season, you could just dump it out and store it flat. But after that, I went around to uh, deliver plants to all my gardening friends, and we we had a ball at every stop. Somebody got a tomato or a pepper or a cucumber, whatever it might be. All right, coming up, we have got after the news, Davy Tree, Talking Tree, back-to-back, because Doug was off the last couple of weeks, so we'll have him today, Luke, and then, of course, Luke next week. But today, the topic of conversation will consist of? Looking at what we've seen so far early in the season and what we're seeing with trees at this point in the season. And if you have a question about some trees that are, well, causing you some issues or some thoughts that you want to bring up, you can call us right now at 866-391-1020. We'll get you in the loop. And speaking of in the loop, you're going to want to check out CBS, their streaming platform, next Saturday at 9 a.m. Because what are you doing? Oh, we're going to be planting in straw bales, believe it or not. I've been experimenting with straw bales, and then we're going to be building a trellis uh, for those cucumbers. Oh, we're going to have some fun. Tell them about the new show. Oh, the new television show. Uh, I'm so excited, you know, to be back on TV, and it's through the C- CBS streaming platform every Saturday, 9 a.m. But then I also repost Mondays on YouTube and this week I gave away 10 packets of seeds to anybody who watched because I want to see if anybody would watch. You have like a giant vault in your house with all these seeds and you only have the combination. It's not a vault. It's just a bunch of boxes that, that look awful. I'm, that's one of my one of my things I have to do is I, I have to get my office organized. And you know what happens 30 years from now? The boys are saying, you know, he never got to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, sunflower seeds. I'll, try, I'll put them in the ground. Thanks, Dad. We'll be back. We are joined by Luke Warner, who is from the Davy Tree Expert Company. Luke, how are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you doing today, Doug? I'm doing great. So let's talk about the beginning of the season. How would you characterize it? Good good start to the season, tree-wise? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty good. I mean, we're seeing a little bit of um, this kind of disease starting to pop up. Seems to um, seem to be coming a little bit earlier than it usually does, and um yeah, things are different every year, and you just kind of got to roll with the punches and be be ready for it as it comes. But most of it's due to, you know, disease issues on crab apples, things like that. So so that's kind of, that's a rain thing, right? That's a, a wet, cool thing, right? Certainly. So in the early spring, as those leaves are developing on your, you know, apple trees and crab apples, the amount of moisture we have, um, or specifically the amount of time it takes for those, you know, newly developing leaves to dry off, um, allow those spores to kind of attach themselves and, and hold on to those, those leaves um, while they're developing. So you want it to be, you know, more of a dry time of year than you do 
um, constantly wet, but the trees need the rain to grow as well. So it's kind of a, a love-hate relationship. So, so far, so good for my f- crab apple. Uh, I often talk about my crab apple because a pine tree crushed it about 10 years ago, but the team from mm-hmm. Davey came out and, you know, they actually considered removing it. And I said, is there any way we could do some pruning? And and my arborist was like, yeah, yeah, let's take a look at it. You know, worst case scenario, we'll come next year and remove it. Yeah. And, and I'm so ha- I'm so happy that they were able to work on it, get it going. But, you know, last year the thing completely defoliated. Uh, is that apple scab? Is that what, what defoliates them? Excuse me. More than likely it is. It probably happened. It can happen anywhere from, you know, um, late May to early June. Um, it seems to be when it gets dry and hot right off the bat that um, they'll, they'll start to defoliate. But if you look at the leaves, um, both on the tree and off of the tree, you might notice some... Um, some brown spots, some yellowing, mm-hmm. um, and, and that's pretty indicative of of apple scab. Now, there's a couple other issues that can cause crab apples to defoliate, but they're all pretty much um, distinguishable. I mean, in the properties that you work at, do you treat crab apples as a, a normal thing? We do. We do. We treat um, a very large amount of crab apples across the the Pittsburgh area, um, and it's all done on a preventative basis. So um, if you're noticing those symptoms on your crab apples now, um, you know, fortunately, you know what it is and you know how to move forward with it. But unfortunately, there's nothing you can do for this 2022 season. I get it. Um, so yeah. once, once those, you know, those leaves develop um, the disease, you know, since it is a leaf disease, you know, the disease goes with the leaves as they fall off. Um, so looking at next year as they, they're producing their new leaves, that's when you want that's when you want to protect it. So once those leaves, um, people call them like mouse ear stage. So once those new leaves get the size of a mouse ear, um, you know, you can almost start treatments then and you can you can do, you know, fungicide applications eh, you know, two or three weeks apart. Um during the growing season. So like most plants, you always want to try and treat a fungal issue before you see it, when you kind of know that it's coming, right? Certainly, yeah. And the moisture levels in western Pennsylvania, you know, that we get mostly every spring is, you know, majority of the time the conditions are going to be right for the disease and, and not necessarily right for nature to keep this this disease at, at bay. You know, I get lots of questions about trees and shrubs where it's impossible to try and even diagnose the problem. And I always tell them, get a certified arborist to come out because a certified arborist from Davy Tree will come for free. Tell me a little bit, what what does somebody expect when, when an arborist does come to the property to take a look? Um, so I always start looking at every property is kind of like a blank slate. So most of the time we're called out to look at a, you know, a specific tree or a specific, you know, row of shrubs. Um, that they have direct questions about, we'll certainly take a look at those, but we want to look at that property, um, you know, under our trained eye. Um, and I, you know, just start one way and usually walk a circle around the, around the whole property, taking a look at all the trees and shrubs with the clients, um, you know, pointing out what, what may be issues, what they may be doing right, what they may be doing wrong. Um, but everyone's different and we'll, you know, kind of have to look at every property um, a little bit differently. But, if you're seeing something on your plants that you're specifically calling us about, 
I always recommend, you know, sometimes it might be a week before, you know, we're able to get out. Um, but things can happen very quickly with, with trees and with shrubs. So if you could snap a couple pictures on your phone, um, sometimes that helps to be able to identify what the, what the problem may be since trees can defoliate quickly. Um, you know, it just lets us see um, the issues as they're happening if they may not be present while we're there. And for most of us, we have this love affair with our trees. Uh, I wanted to, to talk a little bit with you about how it feels as an arborist when you can go and we are so worried about our tree, but you can tell somebody, hey, if we do this and this and this, there's no worries. What is that like for you? Oh, it's extremely rewarding. Um, you know, I heard one time and I kind of have, uh, you know, brought it into my um, professional um, career is just that when when you're looking at trees, specifically a lot of those larger, mature, you know, stately trees that, um, you know, they said that it's not, it's not ours, it's just our turn. Um, and it's mm. just, you know, if you're a property owner and you have this huge, beautiful oak tree at your house that, you know, it's just your turn to take care of it. It's just your turn to, um, you know, pass it on to the next generation in, in better condition than, than you found it. So to be able to go and put, you know, your little arbor stamp on um, a specific tree or a specific property um, and leave it better than you found it is, is extremely rewarding. Well, Luke, that is great stuff. Hang in there. Uh, we're going to bring you back after the break. It's interesting what he said about when the arborist comes, how we're bringing them in to see a specific plant. And this is what's happened to me, where an arborist comes and is looking at a certain tree and then says, hey, uh, you got hemlock woolly adalgid on your hemlocks. Or And what this happened to me the last time uh, my arborist came, he says, did that tree leaf out last year? And I'm like, you know, I don't remember. This year he looked at it, big oak over the garage. It's got to go. Now, for more information about Davy Tree or to ask what's going on with your trees, go to davy.com slash kdkaa. Remember, you can always call the experts from Davy Tree at 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. Tree questions available, and your guest, of course, Luke, uh, will be here with uh, Doug right up until the top of the hour. Luke Warner of Davy Trees. So call us, 866-391-1020. Next hour, produce manager John Clements. Joe Dantisi and I talking spring to summer produce on the Coons Cooking Hour. Rob Pratt Sunday rolls on KDKA Radio. Today's the day. It's that, what, 19th annual plant swap? 19th annual Doug Oster plant swap and garden hullabaloo. <laughs> 11 a.m. today at Sorgles. I've got tons of stuff to give away, and we're going to swap plants. Be there at 11 a.m. at Sorgles. Do not be late. Park in the back. Do not park in the front. And I've got a, a little surprise for you. I'm going to have uh, a tomato there that's going to be giving away the tomatoes. My daughter is getting her right. her tomato it's costume happening. out of storage and is, is coming to the event to help give away the tomatoes. All right, let's go right to those calls, Rob. All right, Luke Warner is here, Davy Tree Talking Tree, and we've got some tree-related questions. So let's begin by saying hello to Susan. You're on KDK. Hi, Susan. Hi, I have a question for Davy Tree. I live in an independent living facility, and a company came and sprayed post-emergent something on the grass. Um, the trees now, and there are many, many trees, have twisted leaves, shriveled, leathery, 
um, there's excessive growth on the trees. The administrator said there's nothing wrong with those trees. It happens every year. Well, it doesn't. Also, I think it's caused by herbicide drift because it has drifted onto my patio and it's affecting the plants that were there. I'd like to hear what um, Davey has to say about this. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, it's certainly something that we would want to see in person, but oftentimes that herbicide damage, whether it be pre or post emergent uh, weed control, um, does cause that twisting and curling kind of distortion of the leaves. Um, but you just you would really need to see it to to kind of you know imagine what had taken place. Um, you know, drift can can certainly you know cause a lot of damage to plants, especially those more herbaceous type plants and, and maybe even tree limbs closer to the ground. Yeah, we need we to get an e- expert on site to take a look at that. All right, Jan, you are next up on KDK. Hey, Jan. Hi. Hey, how um, are you? I, I have an oak tree in my backyard that came up by itself about six years ago. And it's growing like crazy. And I don't think I'm able to prune it because it's a bad time of the year. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, you would want to wait till uh, trees enter dormancy until you prune, you know, any of your oaks and elms. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then I have another question. I'm sorry. I have a um, a dogwood tree also. It's five years old. And uh, I had mouse protection put around my house. And now my dogwood tree is doing what that first lady just said about the leaves are curling. It's lost leaves. Um, I had them come and move the one that was closest to the tree. Is that tree going to rebound? Um, it's hard to say. It, it, it may not actually be like an herbicide damage with a dogwood. They're very susceptible to a leaf disease um, called dogwood anthracnose, which can be similar to apple scab we talked about earlier. So, um, again, you know, you'd be best to have an arborist come out, take a look to determine what the, the actual issue would be on your dogwood. All right, let's take another call. Doug, you can handle this one. Here is uh, Tom. You're next up on KDK. Hey, Tom. Hi, my name's Tom. What's your question, Tom? How, how do I keep the weeds? I have an asparagus patch. It's about 20 years old, 10 feet uh, wide by 20 feet long. Okay. It's full of weeds. Man, that is a tough one. And that is something that we deal with usually before the asparagus, asparagus comes up uh, by mulching, mulching, mulching. Uh, once those asparagus is up, and it's up now, uh, probably six foot tall, all those weeds in there, the only way to deal with them, because you don't want to hurt the asparagus, is to get in there and, I hate to say it, say it, hand pull it. <laughs> But once you get it out of there, once you get those weeds out of there, now put mulch on there right now. And and at the base, you put some straw or whatever it might be at the base of that asparagus, and you'll smother what, what the other weeds that want to come up. That's the way to do it. All right. One more call this morning. It's Michelle for Doug. She's got a uh, mint question. Hey, Michelle, <laughs> welcome to Katie K. Hey, thank you. I have actually two questions because I heard about the Davy tree. But first, how do you get rid of? garden mint safely um, without having to use an herbicide. And then the question for the Davy tree is the red maples in my neighborhood all on the canopy are not leafing out. So, All right. Hey, Luke, let's start with the maple and then we'll let you go for the morning. Yeah. 
uh, the red maples and maples in general are very susceptible to um, to girdling roots. That could be one thing that's causing the issue on the maples that usually impacts the, the dead tips there. Um, or it could be, you know, maybe it got hit with a, uh, a late frost, but uh, there's a few different things, you know, that can cause kind of those dead ends. But it's really hard to say those are just a couple things that could be causing those issues. All right, Luke, thank you. Th- Luke, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Hey, if you need some help from Davey, uh, give him a call, 855-982-TREE. That's 855-982-8733. And for that mint, I put a pool in over a garden of mint, and I still have mint. <laughs> you can never get rid of mint. I know you don't want to use an herbicide, and I would not recommend using an herbicide because that's not going to work. The only thing you can do is something we call continual top cutting which means taking the string trimmer out there and cutting that mint down every time you see it. Eventually, you'll win the battle because the top feeds the roots, and without the top, the roots will will die. We like to say either that plant will exhaust you or you'll exhaust it. All right. Remember, organic gardeners, you make our world brighter and safer with each seed you sow and every garden you grow. All right, Doug, thank you. Have a great week. Stay with us. Bill Steinbach, News at 8. Then Mr. John Clemens, produce manager, Coons Market, will drop by. He will be discussing spring to summer produce with the host, Joe Dentisi and I. Frank is off. The Coons cooking our moments away as we continue on Rob Pratt Sunday, KDKA 100.1 FM. AM 1020. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.